the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at Grasshopper Farms, uh, the, the Logan Place, uh, another one of uh, the Logan uh, just just extravaganzas, and it's uh, it's going to be so nice to, such a nice day, and uh, so come out and join us at uh, Grasshopper Farms. We're in Garner. Not Garner. I was thinking of Steve. Steve's, <laughs> Steve's in Garner. We're in Nightdale. Garner's, Garner's over there. Steve's from Garner. Josh is uh, from Raleigh. And yeah, I wish you had been in Garner. Rufus is, is from the Grocery Boy Junior. Yeah, and things are popping out here right now. There are kids out there already. Yeah, I guess uh, The so. sun is just right. And uh, while I've got Josh and Steve here, I want to tell you about last Thursday, I went to be a guest of the Kiwanis Club at Rocky Mount. Well, I got down there, and it turned out to be Mike Raley Day. Everybody well, I there, wasn't there, everybody knew Mike Raley, hmm. and it was Mike this and Mike that. And I said, "Well, he's as good as you think he is, and even better." And I want you to know, Josh, that uh, they gave me a a pumpkin basket full of goodies. <laughs> they heard that I like cheese curds. They heard that I like hot sauce. They heard I like cigars, and they heard that that I had a Dollar Tree glasses, which I've got on right now. <laughs> and what better gift could you give anybody than that? And I met the real Cliff Joyner. Oh, was Cliff what, there? Yes, what a wonderful, wonderful oh, person. Oh, doggone it! I, I was. Uh, we were. You know, I was uh, supposed to go and, and on you, Thursday, yeah. but I, I was. I had to do some stuff out of. State Fair do some reports yeah. on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, well, Big John and I went down, and we, we sold 21 books uh, for the Super Kids. And uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Valentine, yeah. Tim Valentine, Tim Valentine, an old so neighbor of, of the right, Raleys. Yeah, right across so the it street. Was a, it was a great, wonderful day. It was supposed to be for you, though. Why do they do him? Because uh, he's, the, he's the favorite son. Home, <laughs> home folks. Home <laughs> folks. Absolutely. Sort of, but Nashville is really my home. I, I met a man that was in the legislature that I used to see, Gene Arnold, all the time. Oh, my. Yeah, he, he was wonderful. Yeah. So it was a wonderful. Well, tell me uh, about your meeting with Cliff Joyner. Well, Cliff Joyner came up and he said, I am the Cliff Joyner. <laughs> and uh, he said, I'll always keep you in plenty of books. And while we're at it, why don't we do the Cliff Joyner thing this, for the day? Go ahead. The Cliff Joyner thing today says, an honorable defeat is better than a dishonorable victory. <laughs> How about that, Josh? That's a good one. Yeah. And, and the lady that, that introduced me, I wish she would call us. She's a devoted listener oh, and made yeah. up that pumpkin basket that I loved. And uh, I wish I'd brought... Brought a couple. You got three packs of cheese curds. There was no uh, hard liquor in there. Oh, I don't. I don't drink that hard stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I only drink a little, a little tad of vodka here and there. 
but at any rate, just enough to whip my whip my whistle, Josh. Yeah, I only put it in my cooking. Hey, vodka in your cooking? Yeah. What do you put uh, limoncello? That limoncello bread pudding I brought you a couple. Uh, that had limoncello, and that's basically lemon infused vodka. Oh, gotcha. The vodka shots. Wonderful. Yeah. Jello shots. <laughs> Wonderful. But it wasn't that much. Anyway. So uh, Cliff Joyner, Josh, is a childhood friend of mine who is uh, who went to school, went to Carolina with uh, Mr. Valentine's son, Steve, and Roy Cooper, okay. our governor. Yep. So... Roy, uh, the governor, and Steve went to, to law school at Chapel Hill. They all three got in. Cliff declined and because his daddy needed him to help him run his grocery store in Nashville. So that's what Cliff Joyner did. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's um, who he is now. He, and he, is a, um, he gave up the grocery business several years ago, and he's a financial planner, one of the smartest, and he may be the nicest person I know. But he gave me this book for Rufus, and Rufus has been reading those quotes now every day. So five years. A, a Cliff Joyner. <laughs> so we've given Cliff so much uh, publicity. He should have given you a hug. Well, he did. Okay, good. He's a, gosh, he's such a nice, all those folks down there. By the way, I just saw something out there, Josh. It looked like an oc octopus. It was a. Do you have an octopus e e either, here? Josh? Either a gourd. Or a pumpkin. What he got? It. I, I, I wish I could show you to describe you. It was not out at the Johnny House, no, was it? No. Well, he. That's that's the first thought that came to mind because uh, Rufus visited the facilities and they talking about an octopus and I was concerned about what that might have been in the tank out there. But as far as I know, there are no octopus on the farm. But there are some gremlin gourds, and that's I believe that's what you saw was a gremlin gourd. And I mean, is there such a thing? Is there such a thing as a gremlin gourd? There are gremlin gourds, and they're they're fantastic. Uh, oh. Really large uh, gourds, usually kind of warty, and they uh, the one that he's referring to has sort of a, a star shaped bottom, and and it, it does look like it's got these arms going off to the side. I guess he's going to get one. Uh, Rufus took off, folks. Well, so he's uh, either going to get the gremlin he's, gourd. He's going to have to attack one. <laughs> yeah, he's going into battle. Ah, oh, <laughs> So, uh, Steve mentioned while we were off the air something that I have failed to do the entire broadcast and want to quickly mention that if you're looking for Grasshopper Farms online, you can find us at grasshopperfarmsnc.com. That's grasshopperfarms with an S, nc.com. That NC is important, as I have uh, found out incidentally, there is a Grasshopper Farms in Michigan that apparently produces a cannabis uh, we are not that grasshopper farms we're grasshopper farms nc.com and we're located at 8004 pool road right between raleigh and nightdale now it's it's got this is an odd looking it's like place. a sycamore root plus it's it's got some uh dew on it from from the wetness but it looks like it's oozing something. <laughs> it, i i can see why you thought it might be an octopus it, it does look like did you do a double tank rufus uh three of them Folks, this is a green gourd with uh, some yellow striping on it, and it, it does have several knobby 
appendages and uh, yeah. with the glistening of the dew. It looks it, like it's got the canker. It, it could easily be confused for well, you a can sea imagine, creature. I, I, the first thing I came in my head was it looks like a sycamore root. Oh. Like you see yeah. in, in, right. uh, in yep. the swamps. Yep. Uh, let, let's Bald let it be an octopus. Swamp monster. <laughs> I, I want it to be an octopus. Okay. I think that's stretching it a little bit since we're can, not that close to the ocean, but... Can we talk plants for a minute? No, absolutely here. not. <laughs> Quickly, because i got to go to uh, to Billy out of the farmer's market. Oh, okay, well... Billy, Billy Howe. Okay, real quick. Yes, sir. Now's the time if you, if you, if you want to move your daylilies or any plants. Well, actually, daylilies is best, but if you want to move your daylilies or plant new daylilies, now's the time to do it. The cool weather will help the roots establish. Um, the, the cool nights and the warm days will help that. You can also divide. Daylilies are very easy to divide. You can just take a shovel and chop them up or just tease the roots apart depending on which way you want to do it. Kind of so, like you would with an iris? Yeah. Well, with the iris, you have to cut it, right? Uh -huh. With daylilies, you just kind of tease them apart or mm -hmm. you can take a shovel and just chop them. Right. But um, the way I transplant is I dig the hole, I'll put cow manure in the hole, and then put the plant in, making sure that the crown or the, the base is above ground. And then I use a plant starter, uh, it, some sort of plant starter fluid in my water that I water them in with and then tamp them down. Don't pack them down, just tamp them down. Give the roots a chance to do to, 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 it. Um, and so it, it's one of the things I'll be doing this afternoon is moving some plants yeah. in my house. It'll be about 80 And I'm finally so. strong enough to do it. That's Fantastic. Well, you, you're walking That's without it. any assistance now? And well, I just forgot my cane. <laughs> well, you did well. I, I thought you, you looked uh, very I do stable, have my so. walker with me, and I yeah. do, do have to use it. Always I, have a backup. I, you I look do. fabulous. Yeah, you do. You look like you're starting to, to really get, get healthy again. The guy before us, just before you guys went to news, right. uh, yeah, had a story, at, you know, from his childhood. Yeah, and I do too. My grandfather lived on a farm in uh, Buncombe County. Yeah, and uh, they raised chickens and tobacco and corn, that kind of stuff. Uh, he was a state worker. The farm was his hobby, like you. Anyway, he had a cow that had a calf, and he said it just had the calf. And he said, "Let's go out there, and I'll introduce you to the calf." And he said, "Go in, just just go under the barbed wire and start petting the calf. It'll be fine." <laughs> the cow came over and pinned me up against the pen, the, the the barbed wire. And luckily, she was uh, dehorned because she would have gored me. To, and he, wow. she kept doing that and kept doing that. My grandfather was rolling on the <laughs> ground laughing. So I, I was crying. I mean, I, I, I was scared to death. And he said, he won't hurt you. I said, it hurts me. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> I guess a bob wire. Oh, wow. But my grandfather also had a joke he liked to tell. You know how you tell 
a rich or a, a farmer in the country in the 30s and 40s that had money. Mm. They have a two-hole privy. Right. My grandfather had a two-hole privy. So apparently the chickens and the other stuff, he had some money. Never talked about it, but he had it. He never dressed like it. He even dressed to go to church in, in uh, uh, overalls. <laughs> Yeah, I got a picture. Probably of wore a tie. Too, I right? got he had. I, I got a picture of him. He would comb his eyebrows up over his thing and his <laughs> hair back. Oh my! That's how he went to church. Now that's Halloween for Man, you. Had to wear use some slickum. And my wife, I have his eyebrows, and my <laughs> wife says you're not going to ever do that. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, it, two farmers went out to the privy after work and. As they were getting up, a quarter fell out of the pocket of one of the farmers. and He looked down in there, and he took his wallet out and threw a 20 down in the hole. He says, the other farmer said, what would you do that for? He says, you don't think I'm going down there for a quarter, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve. Anyway. Thank you I, for that. But anyway, I just thought I'd let you visit with you guys for a few minutes. Well, we're glad glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. There was well, once I'm a privy to, right behind I, this I'm store. Glad I know yeah, I bet there was a privy behind this store. Absolutely. It's a shame you don't have one. That's an idea, though. You could put one there just for a decoration. A, a replica. A decoration. Uh, for decoration purposes, perhaps. I um not, yeah, not I know. You don't get, interested get in into privy the, maintenance. Get into the sanitation. Actually, well, privy maintenance isn't bad. You don't have to do much but move it once in a while. That's what Grandpa did. He'd just cover over the hole and move. <laughs> oh, sure. That's good. All right, guys. All right, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. I love you guys. Uh, uh, thank you for doing the remote. And I'm, this was fun. No, thank him. We're glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah. I know where you're at now. Yeah, that's Please right. Come visit. And by the way, you tell them that there's a cheat sheet on the website that they can use for the corn maids. That's All right. right. That's excellent. All right. All right. You guys have a good day. All right. Thank you, Steve. Let's go out to the State Farmers Market. And Billy Howell is there. Billy Howell, how you doing, buddy? I am doing good. Hope you are. We, uh, I, speaking for myself, I couldn't be much better. So what's going on out there today? You know I'm doing good. I'm out here at Farmer's Market and all the smiling faces. It's a perfect morning uh, out there. I'm sure that the grapes are uh, – are there are a few grapes still there? There's still a few grapes. Uh, I actually saw some corn coming in this morning before it was picked. It was picked this morning and brought out. Uh, we have plenty of peas and collards, all types of uh, greens. I've seen some uh, – bok choy down there this morning uh, and lettuce and cabbages uh, peppers all types of uh, all types of varieties of peppers down there uh, apples I was uh, looking um, they got some of those Arkansas blacks down there they're pretty good my wife likes them and uh, galas and golden delicious and red delicious and pink ladies Penny Chris, they had quite a variety. Sounds good. Yeah, I've had some wonderful apples. Uh, Stamen apples are in Arkansas blacks, which haven't gotten there yet, are, are among my favorites. But um, it's hard to beat a, a good, crisp apple. Uh, it's so good for you. And, uh, wow, symbolism, you know, fall and 
and the mountains, and um, it, it's all wonderful. So what else do you have? Do you still have butter beans and peas? There is uh, peas and butter beans uh, and pie pumpkins down in our uh, produce area. A lot of uh, pie pumpkins that showed up down there as well as the other end of the building is full of pumpkins and mums. Wonderful. And uh, you, of course, have uh, plants and flowers. and plants, uh, flowers, cut flowers. Food. Outdoor shrubberies. <laughs> Yeah, you had, uh, we folks brought us a lot of food last week, and you have a lot down there in the farmers' buildings, and a lot up in the uh, market shops too. We do. That bread was smelling good earlier when I walked by there. Mm-mm. Sourdough bread, uh, raisin bread, cinnamon bread—it's all so good. Apple jacks, ice cream there at the the market bakery, and uh, you can get a Rufus dog too. Yep. Not from there, but. Uh, the, at uh, the market grill. Yeah, I, I, oh, I went by. You bring a date out and try to um, slice a pie or slice a cake and see if you got a second date. Oh yeah, I, I went by there on on Wednesday and had two hot dogs. And I'll declare, Billy, in, in line before me, Mike, there were two people that asked for a Rufus dog, <laughs> and one of them one of them said to the person behind the counter, "What is a Rufus dog?" And she said, well, turn around and ask him. He's Rufus. <laughs> I said, it's mustard, salt, chili, and onion. And I said, they've got a distinctive touch to the chili, which is a little hotter than usual. They're using red hot dogs now, Carolina packing, I, I assume. And that they're, they're, they're really getting with Could it. Could be Jesse Jones. No, it's Carolina it. Packers. All right. Well, that uh, makes everything right. And, uh, yeah, there's so many things in there. Uh, that that you can find for gifts, uh, flags. There's some beautiful flags in there that you can find. Lots of can items, candy, so much. It's a fun place and some wonderful coffee. Some of the best coffee around in there. Yeah. Uh, Billy, what, what is going to? Uh, Billy, what's going to take the place of the Briar Patch? I, I'm concerned about that because uh, my wife consumes about a, a good two pints a week. Of the sugar, sugar-free jams and jellies, with her yogurt, and I, I sniffed around yesterday, and I didn't see anything over there that has no sugar added to it. But do you know, you have any idea who's going to go into that place? Uh, I do not at this time, but um, you know, you could check with one of the other places where carries um, the jams and stuff, and talk to the. Um, employees or the owners there and the other um little yeah areas. i'd get some i'd get some they lobbying going where yeah. they can get it because uh mr randy he um pulled out of here due to um right the distance and his uh staffing patterns which they still have their place up in greensboro at our farmers market up there as well um but some of the vendors here probably, if you tell them what you're looking for, Rufus, I'm pretty sure that they would probably start carrying it for you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm that. sure they would because I'm sure a lot of other people who who like the uh, no sugar added jellies. And, and that's the uh, good part about down here, like in market shops, all the vendors in there, they work hand in hand with one another. It's one big family almost. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure they're a relationship, but they have years and years of experience. And I go in there, and customer comes in and asks for something. And they go, "Well, you can go right down here. He's got it, or I'll have it for you next week." Right. And, and uh, just coming up, picking up your stuff, and going back home. 
A lot, a couple of great restaurants out there besides the Market Grill. There's uh, the uh, Farmer's Market restaurant this morning that I'm sure is packed. I'm pretty sure they are. Um, I, I don't know if people stop here on the way to the fair and they grab them, a, grab them a good hearty breakfast here and then they go out there and walk it off. That's right, absolutely. And also the seafood uh, seafood uh, restaurant is there and, and they pack it on. It's a wonderful restaurant. Uh, to go to, and they open eleven, I believe. Yes, sir. All right, and uh, of course, uh, it is our uh, market depot with all our stone engravers, um, kettle corn, uh, lemonades, uh, hot sauces, and uh, homemade baskets. Right, as well and as soaps, and uh, there's so much out there in the craft craft shed area. And uh, the uh, market imports, you can find all kinds of uh, uh, wrought iron and, um, and just so many things to choose from out there. You need to really need to go see that in Super Sod if you want to, uh, some, some fresh grass yeah. in your lawn. Fertilizer. Uh, I and, think they had it out when y'all did live remote. Their new hold on a second, uh, Billy. We'll, uh, we'll be back. We got, we're right up against the news. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. We're at Grasshopper Farms, uh, a Logan family creation. And uh, you're welcome to call us at 919-860-9783. I know we've been talking a lot. 919-860-9783, 919 860-WPTF. Well, Mike, you, you just will go ahead and tell the audience what we've been laughing we, about. <laughs> I, I got lightheaded. I was laughing so hard because uh, our uh, engineer, Jeff Hamlin, uh, showed us some photos. I guess it was University of Oklahoma. Sooner. The Sooners, they got a, a covered wagon. Every time they score a touchdown, this, this uh, horse and wagon rolls out onto the thing, and they're flying Literally, and they got people all over the wagon, inside the wagon, sitting on the wagon, and sometimes they take a sharp turn, and it, it turn they, they turn over, and there are people <laughs> flying everywhere. <laughs> you would think that they, they would hire somebody that could drive a wagon. <laughs> you can't make sharp turns with a, something no, top-heavy. Every, every truck driver knows that. <laughs> We'll show you too, Josh, at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're at Grasshopper Farms. That's because we're right beside Grass Grasshopper Road. The Broadwell family owned this land at one time. That's right. Uh, so we're here at Grasshopper Farms. Uh, you can find us on the web at grasshopperfarmsnc.com, uh, and we're located at Pool Road and Grasshopper Roads. So the <coughs> Exact address is 8004 Pool Road in Nightdale, but actually the entrance is off of Grasshopper Road because the, the store sits here uh, on the corner of Pool and Grasshopper Roads. It's a 16-acre uh, agritourism destination. We uh, have turned the old Broadwell Grocery into a uh, farm stand and general store here where we're offering uh, an array of uh, locally grown produce in North Carolina produced products uh, as well as our uh, beautiful selection of flowers trees and shrubs and uh, got a great uh, great pumpkin patch here as well 
we have a four-acre corn maze that's operational, and we invite people to come out. You know, if you're, if you're not wanting to brave the crowd at the State Fair on opening weekend, and with the beautiful weather, I'm sure it'll be a busy day. Gosh, there are going to be so many people out there today. But if you're still looking for some fall fun uh, for the kids or uh, even even grown-up kids, come out to our corn maze. Again, grasshopperfarmsnc.com. Uh, it's a four-acre corn maze. We spoke earlier on the air with Wayne Batten, who, who uh, cut it for us. It's a lot of fun, and not just because I'm, I'm the owner of the place, but uh, we have had tons of really positive feedback from all the folks who've gone through the maze. It's a, it's a challenging maze uh, for all ages. Um, we've, the record time so far is 20 minutes, uh, but uh, we have had some, some folks uh, who did not choose to take a map and uh, wanted to do it the old-fashioned way, uh, spend more than an hour in the maze. Uh, we'll figure <laughs> Three or four days? Uh, so far, we haven't found any skeletons in the maze. Oh, that's good. Now, this time of year, we might possibly find a skeleton out there. But we do a safety sweep to make sure everybody uh, makes it back. Okay, but it's it's great fun. We also have uh, a mini maze set up for the little kids uh, made with hay bales. Um, so uh, we invite everybody to come out and join us at Grasshopper Farms. Again, grasshopperfarmsnc.com. And uh, just a quick commercial for next spring, we're going to have a pick-your-own strawberry patch as well. Uh, so mark your calendars for spring of 23. Uh, join us at Grasshopper Farms today, grasshopperfarmsnc.com. Well, Josh, let me mention uh, something I just saw on the wall up there. Bluebird houses, uh, all lined up on the top shelf. This is where to get it. Uh, the club gave nice one ones. yesterday that I, I love from uh, wonderful Rocky Mount, where we just a moment ago discussed all the, the great people in Rocky Mount. But you, you, need, you need an open space. That's, that's one thing that some people don't understand about bluebirds. They need an open space, like an old fence post out somewhere, and then, then some, some wooded areas close by. Yeah. But you can't put one inside your yard in the shade are close to things they just won't come unless you give them some space that's right the the bluebird houses roof is is referring to are they're locally uh made crafts and uh they're they were produced initially by a fellow uh whose last name is finch which is kind of uh ironic since since he makes bluebird houses but uh Mr. Jack Finch designed those, and, and uh, people who care about bluebirds in North Carolina know that he is perhaps uh, the most responsible person for helping to repopulate North Carolina with uh, the eastern bluebird, and um, that was sort of a, a personal passion of his. He was a blueberry farmer uh, near Bailey, North Carolina. Uh, out, out just down in Nash County, yeah, just south of me. Uh, but Rufus is right. Bluebirds are kind of a, a skittish bird, um, so they do like to have their homes facing into an open space, and that's so that they can pop their little head out and see if there's any threat yep. and, and zoom in and out of their house. Uh, they usually like to face toward the, uh, the, the southeast, the morning sun, and uh, if, if you're wanting to mount a bluebird house the best uh, height to do that is roughly five to six feet and uh, bluebirds are while they are very skittish uh, it's interesting to note that they they will acclimate to a lot of activity um, the city of raleigh uses bluebird houses in a lot of 
lot of the parks and once they once they find a habitat that is suitable to them they are um, they are habitual in their behavior meaning they will come back to the same box year after year after year and uh, lay new eggs and and have uh, future generations bluebirds are great great fun uh, for bird watchers well, to you, you enjoy. You mentioned the, the maker of this at the Kiwanis Club the other day. They gave me a gift of a bluebird house from the same maker. Yeah, in, in Bailey. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's he is no longer with us, uh, but he, uh, like I said, made it his personal passion to help repopulate North Carolina with uh, the eastern bluebird when their population was really limited, and uh, uh, you can probably find. One of his bluebird houses in all 100 counties in North Carolina. They are so well made, too. It's quite an industry down there. Um, it's still in in Bailey, they're keeping keeping that going. But uh, his birdhouses appear all over the place, and you can buy them here. What else can you buy here? It's well, like a. It looks. Uh, of course, it was a grocery store kind of country store. Uh, we're we're focused on got to be NC and goodness grows in North Carolina items. Um, since we are a farm stand and so we've got all kinds of goodness grows in North Carolina jams and jellies uh, muscadine uh, juice uh, we've got some delicious uh, uh, North Carolina toffee as well as uh, some savory treats uh, one of the one of my personal favorites is is the uh, <coughs> sweet and salty peanuts uh, we we have a, a a selection of different flavors of peanuts as well as uh, some <clears throat> goodness grows in North Carolina potato chips from the Carolina kettle and uh, a lot of produce that was produced here on the farm uh, we're, we're getting toward the end of the muscadine season um, uh, but we still have some sweet potatoes and tomatoes some watermelons uh, that were produced here on the farm and again we're uh, we're going to be continuing to produce seasonal uh, produce year-round and so we invite folks to stop by the farm anytime and pick up some fresh produce and locally made North Carolina treats. Well when you're gonna heat up that popcorn popper Josh? <laughs> I was waiting for you Get to hungry, ask. Rufus. I'm getting ready to pop some popcorn right now. That That's a that's a favorite. <laughs> People coming through the corn oh, love to grab themselves some some fresh yeah, pop, just popcorn. Just a fragrance. Hey and you I see you've got some jelly jelly and jams Maybe maybe you all can find some uh, no sugar added. We do have. No, I was I was remembering uh, Rufus had mentioned that we are sold out at the moment, but we do have uh, sugar uh, no sugar added uh, jams and jellies as well. All right, we're gonna have uh, okay at at the Logan's downtown. At Logan's downtown, but here here as well at Grasshopper. Oh, we, wonderful! We uh we were problem solved. overwhelmed by our uh, our early traffic here and our grand opening was was a huge hit so uh, we did not order enough uh, from our uh, goodness grows in North Carolina partner but uh, I have remedied that uh, we have hundreds and hundreds of uh, delicious uh, North Carolina treats inbound so uh, we still have quite a few to choose from here at the store but mm -hmm. uh, you'll find many right. new items in the coming days so uh, this is such a wonderful time of year for uh, the landscape area. Lots of fragrances like the the osmanthus, 
that if you're lucky enough to to have osmanthus uh, fragrance in your yard, sweet osmanthus. So many other things uh, going on in the landscape too, the colors and and so forth. But uh, the uh, oak leaf hydrangeas are turning a nice shade of red. Absolutely, and uh, we do have the osmanthus fragrance here at the farm. Uh, it is one of my personal favorites, uh, and you know if you if you have one in the landscape right now, you you're very aware of its presence. Uh, it's the flowers are very small sometimes uh, are easily overlooked but the fragrance is incredible and it'll fill up <clears throat> the whole garden um, I love it because it's a, a very easy no fuss evergreen shrub it makes a great screen or it can be just a, a focal point they're uh, shapeable uh, and again they have that awesome fragrance that that is um, gonna be both a fall and a springtime feature and uh, a lot of folks associate planting with the spring, but autumn is actually the ideal time yes, to plant, uh, especially your woody stemmed plants. Uh, in, in this part of the world, autumn is the ideal time because in central North Carolina, the soil temperatures never get cold enough for root development to stop. So if you're planting right now during the autumn, uh, you get the benefit of that slow root development through the winter and then accelerated growth through the spring so that when the plants hit the the real stressful time which uh, in our part of the world the most stressful part of the year for plants is not the winter it is the summer mm -hmm. uh, so planting now at the end of summer and beginning of fall gives your plants the longest period possible to get uh, naturalized and established in the landscape before they hit the stresses of the heat and droughty part of the year. So we encourage people uh, to take advantage of a day like today. And, uh, you know, if you're looking to do something in your landscape, today's a great day to come out to Grasshopper Farms. Or if, uh, if you want to head down to Logan's in downtown, if that's more convenient to you. Uh, or your local nursery, if you're listening from somewhere else, I'm sure there's a, a great uh, local shop, and we encourage everybody to shop local. Well, Josh, you, yeah, did, you mentioned definitely. the osmanthus. I have a hedge that is at least 35 or, or maybe even 40 feet tall. People don't, don't even dream of an osmanthus growing that tall. And I had to get a broom this morning, literally, and, and sweep off the blooms from my car. <laughs> yeah, but such a marvelous, marvelous. Uh, they I'm are trying... prolific. The blooms this year, more than I've seen in a while. I, I agree. I, they they seem to be heavier in in flower this year than than many years. My first really memorable experience with osmanthus fragrance, uh, also called uh, tea olive, um, you may hear it referred to that way, mm -hmm. uh, was when I was a student at NC State, and there there is a huge, at least there was. I, I hope it's still there. Uh, a huge hedge of osmanthus along Dan Allen Drive, and they weren't forty feet tall, but they were probably a good twenty five to 30 mm -hmm. feet and if you walk by at this time of the year it was just i mean almost uh, you, you could get drunk off the fragrance it was so pungent i think it's still there because i i, I drive by there quite a bit and it looks like there's a hedge down that way off, yeah. off of western yeah. well we're gonna we're gonna talk more about uh, gardening and uh, grasshopper farms and take your calls uh, you open up i believe at at 10 officially 
The gates are open. Come okay. on down. Yeah, all right. Our, our official in. hours are are ten thirty to six, but we're we're open now. We'd we'd love for folks to come join us while the while the show is on the yeah, air. I think people are already here. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. More of the weekend gardener coming up. It's nine fifty two. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Jeff, give Je- let Jeff have that. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Uh, we're at Grasshopper Farms. It's uh, owned by the Logan family. It's their latest uh, wonderful venture. Uh, we're on... Uh, pool, well, just off Pool Road. Well, we're on Pool Road. Pool Road and Grasshopper Road in Nightdale. It's uh, 8004, 8004 uh, Pool Road in uh, Nightdale. Not Raleigh, but Nightdale. Beautiful area out here, not far from Johnston County. You know, each season brings a different challenge for the health and safety of your car. There's no doubt, fall will too. Leaves dropping all over it, and, uh, you know, it's hot and cold and hot and cold. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive with your car and its maintenance, the effects of hot weather, hopefully over for a while, although it's going to be 80 degrees today. That's tough on batteries and a lot of other parts of the car. And it's a great time to do a lot of maintenance in the yard and also on your car. Get your belts and hoses and fluid levels checked along with your antifreeze protection level. Tread depth on your tires for maximum handling and control of your vehicle are also important for summer weather conditions. King's Auto Service can help you with your preparation. The continued theft of catalytic converters on Toyota Prius cars particularly let King's Auto Service help you with that, too. They can help you prevent this with the installation of what's called a cat shield. Now, give them a call and let them help you. They'll also, um, if you become a victim already, they'll uh, replace the catalytic converter. Now, the catalytic converter is going to cost a whole lot more than the cat shield, so get that cat shield over uh, installed. So... Uh, they can help you out with that. Uh, for those of you currently driving a, a Prius or some other type of hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians at King's are ready to diagnose and give you all the options available for a high-voltage battery pack replacement. For less than the dealer will charge for replacement. This can happen on an average of around 150,000 miles, maybe a lot more than that, maybe sometimes not as much. Call King's today. For battery analysis, courtesy battery analysis, they're at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. 